Ephesians 6 verses 10 to 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. Amen. Now, the reason why I've read you the scripture is because over the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about this spiritual armor and weaponry that all believers should have available to them in this crazy spiritual battlefield that is the world we live in. The aim of this series is to demystify and make the armor and weapons that God has provided for us simple to understand and, quite frankly, easier to use. I'm Jaden, and I'm going to be your guide as we equip ourselves for the coming victory. Welcome to God's Armory. Hello everybody, welcome once again to another episode of Reconnect. My name is Jaden and it's a pleasure to be able to be spending this time with you as we go deep into the Word of God. If you've been following along the past few episodes, then you'll know that we're in our Welcome to God's Armory series, where we've taken an in-depth look into the armor and the weapons that are laid out in Ephesians 6. It's a really fantastic chapter. I recommend going back and reading it again. In the previous episodes, we've already had a great look at the belt of truth. So definitely go and check those out if you haven't already. But also last episode, we were able to have a head start looking at the idea of righteousness. And we were talking about this idea of God's righteousness and our own righteousness. And how actually, from the world standard, from a worldly point of view, righteousness is not fixed because it's dependent on a moral standard. And moral standards change from person to person, from culture to culture. So therefore, having a moral standard as our standard of righteousness can be confusing. And actually, it's not the standard that God has laid out in His Word. The true standard of God's righteousness was that God will always fulfill his promises. God's righteousness is to fulfill what he said. Whereas the true righteousness we can have as believers is to believe in what God has fulfilled. If God has promised something and he fulfills it, 
then what is the righteous action we can have? Is to believe it wholeheartedly. Why am I talking about righteousness right now? Well, it's because after the belt of truth in Ephesians 6, what's mentioned is the breastplate of righteousness. This is one of the pieces of armor that God has given us to be able to be protected against the enemy and to win in the spiritual war. The breastplate of righteousness. I think that this sounds a little bit more epic than the belt of truth. And we talked about that, how the belt of truth, a belt isn't necessarily the first thing you think about, but a breastplate of righteousness, now that sounds essential. So first of all, let's take a look at the purpose of a breastplate. Well, if you think about what part of the body is the breastplate actually covering, it's protecting some vital organs, isn't it? Entering into a war with our chest exposed isn't probably a great plan on survival, is it? Think about what it's protecting. What is the breastplate protecting? What is it guarding? The breastplate is designed to guard our heart, something that the Bible repeatedly tells us to do as well. One of the most famous references to this effect is in Proverbs 4 verse 23. Let's go there quickly. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. It says, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Therefore, this imagery of a breastplate is extremely apt, isn't it? We cannot live without our physical heart, right? It is an absolutely essential organ. It's not something that you can just get taken out and then live without, unless you're maybe Tony Stark or something. In the same way, the Bible is saying that our heart is the wellspring of life. Hence, we need a spiritual breastplate in order to protect it. Now, we already know from what we spoke about earlier that God's word is spirit and life. Remember those scriptures we mentioned last time, but especially John 6 verse 63. Jesus says, The spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. And if you recall what we spoke about in the previous episode, God has told us that part of his plan is to undo the corruption caused by the serpent. And the way that we can undo that corruption is by having God's word written on our hearts. God's word, which is spirit and life. So if we have God's word written on our hearts, we have spirit and life in our heart. That is how our heart can become the wellspring of life by having the word written there. You can read about this more in Jeremiah 31, verse 33 to 34, and also in Hebrews 8, verse 10 to 12. I'm going to read Hebrews 8, verses 10 to 12 for us now. It reads, This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will write my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother saying, Know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. Amen. The fact that this promise here, written in Hebrews 8, also appears in Jeremiah 31, the fact that it's in both the Old and New Testament should make us realize that this is the place towards which both God and ourselves should be moving. This means that we should be acting according to it, right? 
we should be making every effort to put God's word on our hearts. If you've been looking for a way to be able to put God's word onto your heart, then please reach out to us. We can certainly put you in contact with the right people who can introduce you to the Bible in a way that is logical and easy to understand so that we can be writing these words of life onto our hearts. No matter where you are in the world, we can certainly connect with you. So don't be afraid to reach out and we hope to hear from you soon. Back to the breastplate. The purpose of a breastplate is to protect our hearts, which is where God's word of truth should be written. In protecting the source of God's word within us, we are holding to wisdom as Proverbs 4 tells us to. And we are working with God to achieve his purpose as shown in both Jeremiah 31 and Hebrews 8. So we can see how this breastplate is protecting our heart. But why is this breastplate linked to the idea of righteousness? And how does this righteousness protect our hearts? And this is why we spent the time looking into this idea of righteousness, right? Now we can connect the two together. The breastplate of righteousness. When God tells us to make sure that the breastplate of righteousness is in place, it is so that we are able to protect our hearts, which is where his word, the source of life for us, should be written. This breastplate is connected to the idea that God always does what he says, and also to the idea that we should believe and act according to the promises that God said he will do. But how does this protect us? our hearts. The mechanism is quite logical. If we know what God is promising and we act according to it, when we witness God's fulfillment of that promise, our faith is secured. Even if somebody tries to deceive us with clever words or arguments, we have the evidence that God is clearly working and keeping his promises even if we can't see him with our eyes. This is the peace of God that guards our hearts, according to Philippians 4 verse 7. I'll quickly read that for us. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Throughout his letter to the Philippians, the Apostle Paul is exhorting believers to follow his example of holding to the gospel. That is the message that God had fulfilled all his promises in the Old Testament through Jesus Christ, even in the face of persecution. He tells them that since they have the evidence of the gospel, they should cast off the traditions and the things they had previously thought of as profiting them and to press onwards towards the goal. That is the promise that God has made and that is yet to be fulfilled. When God fulfills his promises and we witness ourselves that fulfillment, how can anything pull us away from God then? Think of all the hardships that the disciples and the believers at the time of Jesus' first coming must have gone through in order to believe in Jesus. They were persecuted, beaten, and even killed. But despite facing these troubles on a daily basis, they still held their faith. How could they protect their hearts so well? Wouldn't you be terrified? I, I feel like I would be terrified if I was in that situation. How could I protect my heart that well? 
that in the face of death, I would continue keeping God's promises, God's word in my heart, and never leaving him? Wouldn't it be so easy to doubt, to want to rather just live life my own way, a life of safety and comfort? However, if Jesus came and fulfilled all the prophecies of the Old Testament right in front of me, and I had heard that word of testimony, I had seen all the things he's done, then it makes the word undeniable. And also God's promise of being reconnected becomes a whole lot more real, a whole lot more meaningful, because I know that God will surely fulfill every promise that is written in the Bible. All the hopeful ones, but even the scary ones too. That would make me a whole lot more motivated to put on that breastplate of righteousness, to protect my heart, to guard my heart, which is the wellspring of life where the word is written. The result of carrying out one's life of faith in this way is essentially to have the breastplate of righteousness fastened in place because the word of God is made sure through its physical fulfillment. Just like Jesus was the word made flesh, that is the promises of God fulfilled in a way that people can see with their eyes and touch with their hands, like it says in 1 John chapter 1. When we witness the fulfillment of God's promises with our own eyes, having understood what God was promising and then seeing it come to pass, how would we fall into the trap of writing any other kind of words on our hearts? Our hearts would be protected by our understanding of God's promises and their fulfillment. So to sum up, The breastplate of righteousness is fastened in place on us, able to protect our hearts where God's word should be written, through our understanding of God's promises and how he fulfills them. If we witness fulfillment, our certainty and faith in God's word grows, rendering us immune to Satan's deception. Isn't this exactly what it says in Ephesians 6? Where it says putting on the full armor of God helps us take our stand against the devil's schemes. The devil is out there trying to deceive us. And what we have in place to protect us is God's word. And in this case, God's word of prophecy and fulfillment. So in order to fasten the breastplate of righteousness on our own chests, we need to be like Abraham. Abraham who was credited with righteousness because he believed in God's promise. We need to know what God is promising, and we need to act according to it, in faith and the full certainty that God is not a man that he should lie, as it says in Numbers 23 verse 19, and that every word he speaks will certainly be fulfilled. One of the best ways you can do this is to join us. Join one of our free studies. If you'd like to learn more, You'd like to know more about what God's promises are, not just promises of old, but promises for our current time and how they are fulfilled. Reach out to us and we'll be able to put on this belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness together. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Reconnect, where we looked at God's armory, as written in Ephesians 6. I look forward to being with you again next time as we expand our spiritual wardrobe so that we can be prepared and ready for battle in the spiritual war and surely be victorious. 
My name's Jaden, and I'll see you next time on Reconnect.